Fraser Heads. Welcome to Phrase of the Day. Ah, what a phrase. It's so great to be back. We've been on a bit of a hiatus, but we're back. And before we get into it, I'm not quite sure what we're getting into, but I'm sure it will say on the description. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. That's right. We have an official sponsor, like a legitimate sponsor. And that sponsor is Manscaped. Support for Phrase of the Day is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And get this, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SWISSMILK. That's SWISSMILK at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SWISSMILK. Manscaped just launched in the United Kingdom and all of us British fellas have gone years without using the right tools for their family jewels. You know, and what if I told you that you, you, my devoted British Fraserhead, can be one of the first men in England to experience Manscaped's life-changing products. I'm not kidding. They're life-changing. Before I used Manscaped, people would say all the time, Simon, stop showing me your pubes. Now they say, Simon, your pubes are great. It's what they say. They say it all the time. And it's it in it, this is this is in public to clarify no one said this in private i wish more people would but alas uh, but that's why manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer the manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest bull hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 in the uk 3.0 for all my us followers that is a b average gpa that is very very good depending on your standards but that's but for my uk listeners a 3.0 is oh, wow that's a pass at university and uh, look i'm underselling it the lawnmower 3.0 is the best thing i own i own i own like 26 things i would say like 20 of them are clothes one of them is a microphone one of them is a computer one of them is a car. One of them is a uh, is is a is a fun uh, harmonica, which I play from time to time. I think we're on twenty four. One of them is a thesaurus, and one of them is the lawnmower three point It is fantastic. It's the best thing I own. You know, the lawnmower three point trim. It's the third generation trimmer. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Before I used the lawnmower three I was having so many grooming accidents, it was insane. People would come up to me and they'd say, Simon, you're the guy who has all the grooming accidents. And I would say, yeah, you've seen my videos. Uh, you know, th- unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I'm not going to. Yep. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. So you can take as long a shave as you want, as long as it is the same length as a 2004 romantic comedy. 
I don't know who's shaving for 90 minutes, but, you know, it's one of those things if you want to do it. I, 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 I don't shave for 90 minutes. Just giving you some personal information, really personalizing the product. Look, the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, and one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Say, and it doesn't even, the LED light is incredible because it means you can now groom wherever you are. You could be, say you're a freshman at college, you're a first year, and you, you're a fresher. Uh, you're a uno de cuatro or de tres. Say you're a first year and you're you're asleep and your or your roommate is asleep, and you're like, mm, damn, I've got an urge to groom, but the lights are off. Well, now turn on the LED light. Boom, you just got kicked out of college. Uh, they they've upgraded. Manscaped has upgraded to a seven thousand RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. So again. You, maybe you won't get kicked out of college. Maybe you, you, the quiet stroke will allow you to groom in private. Uh, and let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. That's right, USB, the unique selling point. It is fantastic. It will, It charges. It charges the product quick. You know how your AirPods charge super quick? This charges probably at the same rate. I'm not quite sure, but when I leave it and then come back like the next day, it's 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 definitely charged. Uh, and if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand. Let's get that bush to tush clean. So that's what I'm telling you. Use the code SWISSMILK at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping. Make your testes your besties my first ever ad read or sponsored ad read that was quite exciting how do you think i did i thought i i thought i killed that i made jokes about um potentially sexual sexually harassing your your college roommate so that might not be good and i suggested that i'm a flasher now that i think about it that might have gone terribly uh anyway you should get the product i i do enjoy it they actually reached out to sponsor me after I'd been using their products. So, you know, I'm committed. I think, you know, if there was ever going to be a sponsorship that I would get as my opening sponsorship, it would be for bull trimming. There's nothing else. You know, other people get sponsored by fun stuff. This is the, this is the funnest stuff there is. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very honored that Manscaped reached out. Make sure to use my code, Swiss Milk. Come on, please. If 10 people use the code, I make money. So use it. Come on, Swiss. They also do nose trimmers, uh, which is great because so many of you have hairy noses. I have a hairy nose. I have to trim it with scissors. But now with Manscaped, I don't have to trim it with scissors. I just stick it up there and boom, it's gone. It's amazing. Anyway, Fraser Heads, I'm back. It's. I feel I've been away for, for so long. I haven't released an episode since September, I'm pretty sure. Mainly because I haven't had the equipment. I, I just got this uh, processor for my microphone, which allows me to, to speak in nice cadences like this. So I just watched James Acaster's new special, Cold Lasagna, Hate Myself, 
1999. Just watched it. Just finished watching it on Dice.fm. And it's such a... It's a great special. It's a really, really cool shift from him to more personal, I guess. You can't get... You can't you can't have a bigger shift than going for four specials about a completely fictional character uh, and just riffing on whimsy to talking about intensely personal stuff. And I thought it was great. It was the third time I've seen it. I saw it twice in New York. Once at once in twenty seventeen, or poss- no, once in twenty eighteen, once in twenty nineteen, one time in at Soho House, Soho House in Manhattan uh, one time at this Brooklyn theatre in Brooklyn and now online and this was I guess the final product and it's so interesting seeing how it's changed um, it's it, it's so it's it, it's so interesting because it's not because it's kind of incredible but it's also not perfect which makes it so great not like i don't want that to be read as a slight um i don't know what my thoughts are i think it's a great special uh taking on a theme like mental health in britain uh is fantastic because everyone in britain is ridiculous about mental health and doesn't take it seriously uh and i think i couldn't agree with him more that i absolutely hate british people uh they're the worst that and uh, uh yes it, put this on my grave uh, people from ipswich ugh. i don't know how you're going to spell it ugh. but it's there's just so much i'm not sure it's interest cuz i have a lot of sympathy for hear me out i have a lot of when i travel around america i have a lot of sympathy because people are always like fuck fuck uh the trump voters in rural kentucky or something like that and i i I think i have tend to have more sympathy for them uh than the general public and i I like talking to them and finding out like why they think that way and you know i'll i'll be to be to be honest i don't think i think leave voters or the the unabashed leave voters are well, uh, should I say this? I'm going to say it because I don't think anyone's going to listen to this podcast. But I don't like them as much. I, I I think I can... I understand, while I disagree, for the most part, with, um, with people's politics uh, in the US, uh, the Trump voters, I, I can understand it and respect... I don't know what the right words are. Either way. Uh, because it's like you were born in these conditions, um, you're kind of just, it's an unnavigable situation. Ugh, I don't, I don't have words is my problem to express how I feel, but I have sympathy for them because it's just like what they're born into with the leave voters. It's such an outright rejection it, they're just, they're just more annoying. I don't know. I th- maybe they're not more annoying. Maybe it's just me. But it's baked into the British 
I think I think they're just too British, and I just don't like British people. Like the whole, which is not a criticism of Britain. It's just me saying I don't like it. Same way someone can like a book and someone else doesn't. Uh, I just find it so unabashed, and so much of it is just bad chat, bad chat, and it's so oi oi and uh, just watch watch. James A. Caster's special just to see he 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 reflects it well. I'll reflect it well at some point when I think about it. But it's just it's just so everything about it from private school boys like me who just go about I don't do this, but who go about and are like Wagwan G, what's poppin'? And it's like, no, don't do that. And then on the other hand, you have people from Slough or not Slough. I don't know, places who are just like, oh yeah, uh, bloody hell, these immigrants, eh? And it's like, come on now, like, really? I don't know. i got to figure out my opinions on this. But I think it's a fantastic special. Uh, it's really interesting to think about how he structured this one compared to his previous four his previous four were kind of all wrapped up into one and and the structure it was it was almost like, like by the end it's it's this great thing that i don't know who started the trend but i just i found that mike babiglia was the best at it in terms of saying a ton of random shit and then bringing it all back together at the end and i'm anytime a comedian does that i'm like that's incredible and I, I think with my new show, I think I do that very well. Honestly, I think with my new show, you're going to watch it. Hopefully, you'll watch it and be like, whoa, that was crazy. Like, I think it's really good. I think my new show is terrific. And I think it's so much better than whatever you may have seen or whatever I've put out online. It's something that can't really be be shown in... It's not a, it's not a, it's not, it's not 60 minutes of... 30 second jokes it's 60 to 90 minutes of one long joke one long story even and i hope it i hope it gets i hope it, i hope people like it because i think it's very clever and i think it's very good uh i've also been thinking i'm now getting distracted from a caster but i don't have really many I don't have many opinions. I just I liked it to be honest. I just in terms of how you like stuff more, uh I found myself more obsessed with his earlier uh show with with repertoire more than this one. Uh but that was also repertoire was like the first I'd always liked stand up, but that was the first stand up I watched before going to the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh oh no, that was the year before that even. Yeah, I watched that in 2017, I guess, and thought it was amazing. It's almost what got me so excited about stand-up and really, like, made Acaster my favorite comedian and also fully adopted all his mannerisms from the, ah, fair play, oh, yeah. Like, this is, I don't even, not reading from a script or anything. This is, like, I would just know his bits very well and could deliver them pretty appropriately. Like, uh, oh, 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 oh. 
I, I, I was in a witness protection program. You don't need to know why. And uh, this officer was explaining to me. Uh, he said, uh, in the event of uh, this, uh, he or she will have to do that. And uh, he or she will uh, have to do this. And he or she will uh, have to do that. I like the way he put it. He or she. Because uh, he or she is only ever said by men who were fully intending on just saying he. But then, at the last moment, remember that she exists. Uh, women, uh, they, they have a different word for this. Uh, they have a different word. Uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, women say they. Yeah. Uh, woman said. Woman said to the. Uh, I said to the cop. I said, "What's the matter, man? You never heard of they?" Cop was like, "Fine." In the event of a witness protection program, they or she. So like, like everything. I was fully like an acaster copycat. I think the people, the two people, possibly the three people who I copied the most, or copy the most, uh, acaster, Mark Normand, and Mike Babiglia. And I think Mike Babiglia much more so in terms of structuring the show. And I've done like analyses of Babiglia's 2016 special, Thank God for Jokes, just to see like how. Because it's so interesting, I think, when you see, when you watch something, and then it'll just be, a, there'll be a callback, and you'll be like, damn, that like is genius. That makes so much sense. And you see how it's structured and how it's laid out and how it's all introduced. And Michael just... Mike Babiglia, I don't know him. This is like when people down at the bar are like, hey, what do you think of De Niro's performance? Oh, Robbie? Yeah, I thought he was good. It's like, you don't know him. Don't call him that. Um, the, But it's just so, so cool. I think it's the coolest thing you can do. Especially not just a callback, to which I think... It's a Stuart Lee's quote to give the illusion of structure. I think where where you'll just like make one callback right at the end and everyone will be like, whoa, that first joke like is similar to this one. But I think if you can actually like make the show revolve, if, if the callbacks can actually mean something, if you hear them a second time and you're like, whoa, this has new meaning now, I think that's incredible. And so certainly what I what I aspire to do. I think a show should be as crafty as possible. You should be trying to sneak in as much to the audience without them knowing. Uh, and then at the end, wrapping it all up and being like, surprise! It was all it was all one little bit. I mean, Chappelle does this as well. Um, I mean, Chappelle does it really well. Uh, but I just first watched it with Babiglia. And, and Ali Wong does that as well. Um, but again... Just Mike was the first person I watched it. Uh, but it's super interesting. I thought, yeah, personal storytelling is always so cool. And the stories James A. Caster tells are hilarious. And, I mean, he's just so unique. He's really the only one in the UK, I think, doing, like, an exciting or new form of comedy. If it's anything from rather than just doing an hour putting out four hours at a time or or this time like putting out two hours in one and you're releasing it on his own streaming platform as <laughs> classic louis ck move but it's 
it's so uh he's, he's just redefining what comedy can be and i think that's so cool and he's doing it in terms of structure in terms of voice uh in terms of personality uh in terms of a few other things and in terms of honest and in terms of honesty as well um i think he really lets his, he lets his character that da- his worst character they built in the first four specials that he released i think allow him to take this other take this other route the opposite route and you know i still think he's being honest uh i think he's being as honest as you can be which is great um though sometimes i'm always i'm a bit put off when people get praised like oh it's an it's a very vulnerable routine it's like oh well what did they talk about and they like talk about not liking their wife and it's like okay but that's something everyone goes through like that's not a even even with Acaster special, like it's uh, it's it's very honest, and it's the most you can do. I just think like sometimes honesty and vulnerability. If there's the, sometimes you can be honest and vulnerable without the stakes being high. Like what if you said, "I'm going to be honest with you guys on stage tonight. I killed a man," and then uh, and and you weren't lying, and you were just fully explaining that. Like that is a that's a new form of vulnerability, or some something where not only do you invite the audience to judge you because the you invite the audience to judge you if however or whichever route of vulnerability or honesty you go down, but here it's 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 bigger like it matters, uh, and I don't know. I'm thinking about my show. I'm not spilling the beans on it, but I think it achieves that. Uh, but it's great. It's it's so funny. It's like he's it, still got his classic stuff, and he's just really smart and just a smart, just a smart, 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 smart man, and truly one of my favorite comedians. And I don't know. I don't think I said anything about the show. To be honest, I think I just rambled. But I very much enjoyed it. I highly recommend you pay ten pounds or thirteen dollars to watch it. And but you should definitely watch his first four before just to get a sense of that that juxtaposition of going from such an absurd character to an honest character. But it's also super cool. I don't know the British comedy scene too well, to be honest, in terms of what's happening on the low on the low level. But whatever James is doing is definitely new and cutting edge and i mean he's a rock star he's he's the british he's the british carlin he's the british george carlin he's like george carlin mixed with robin williams mixed with oh uh someone who's mentioned in the show and i won't say who that is i'm a big fan i've it's it's also i'll say this just about what it's like starting out in comedy you always start out in comedy and you're always like uh you know once once you get past like just telling jokes you're like what should be my what should my voice be or like what should my personality be and it's almost always easy to get drawn to a certain type like you just act like your favorite comic like i certainly in the start was like oh my favorite comics bo burnham uh james a caster 
uh so i'll just i'll I'll act like them i'll have i'll have stupid riffs like bo burnham with some poignancy at the end or james acaster i'll just i'll just speak like this and uh go about like that and you know pretty good at and it's really interesting because no one in america knew who james acaster was so i would do all this stuff and everyone would be like oh this is a really funny character of yours simon i'd be like i am plagiarizing it so i think it's just about time i don't think you should steal jokes you you definitely shouldn't steal jokes but what's the deal with stealing a character uh, that's a good question what's the deal you know it's that i wish we could go back to ancient rome ancient greece where you could just r- use someone else's line like Virgil used Homer's lines and everyone would be like, oh, brilliant. That's very creative. Whereas now, if I were like, uh, when I met my wife, before I met my wife, I was incomplete. Now I'm finished. Yeah, unless you're Norm MacDonald and Conan uh, intentionally ripping him off. You'd be like, Rodney Dangerfield did that first. How could you? So, again, I don't know. These are all rambling thoughts, but I've been thinking a lot about comedy. And I very much enjoyed James Acaster's special, and I encourage you to watch it and let me know your thoughts. I, I, w- I might have more opinions later. <laughs>